Hey friend, this is Sincha with SimpleSincha.com and with Spread Hope Online, one word at a time. Today's topic is about prayer, and I'm calling this one The Faithful Few. Enjoy. I love prayer meetings. My grandparents and parents not only took me to them, but they taught me by example the importance of prayer. Today, I want to reflect on the prayer meetings Simeon and Anna from the Bible attended and why you and I should do the same. If their prayer meetings were like the ones I've observed in the past 42 years of my life, they're not packed, just a faithful few attended them. I bet these meetings were spirit-filled. I use this terminology because of what I read in Luke 2, verses 22 through 40. The Holy Spirit is leading Simeon and Anna to Jesus. Prayer meetings worth attending are Holy Spirit filled. He is present to lead, guide, remind, and inspire. Now back to Simeon. We read that he was just, devout, and waiting for the consolation of Israel. We also read that the Holy Spirit was upon him. It was revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he saw Jesus the Messiah. I'm thinking that Simeon's devotion to God allowed him to walk in the Spirit and to be moved by the Spirit. I can imagine that Simeon stopped whatever he was doing the day Jesus came to the temple as a newborn baby. I want to be devout like that. I want to stop whatever I'm doing so I can follow the Holy Spirit's lead. Here's how the whole thing worked for Simeon. Listen to Luke 2 verses 22 and 28. This is the NIV version. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought him, the child Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. Well, basically, it says that some of the most beautiful words of praise someone can say when faced with Jesus the Messiah is what came out of Simeon's mouth. He also tells God, God, I can die now because my eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon could have stopped there, but he goes on to prophesy over that newborn's life. What a powerful moment that must have been to everybody that was involved. I am of the opinion that prophets hang out together. So at that very moment, an old prophetess, Anna, arrives at the scene. The Bible tells us that she served God with prayers and fastings day and night, and at that same temple. She also thanked God for Jesus and spoke of him to all who are looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. What a great day at the temple that might have been. So here are a few lessons that we can learn from that scene in the book of Luke. I'd love to focus on three key lessons. The first one is Simeon and Anna persisted in spiritual discipline. From what I can read in Luke, they had known, uh, they knew the Holy Scriptures, Obviously, the Old Testament, because that's all they had at the time, okay? So they prayed, they fasted, and they were in constant communication with God. They didn't do it for show, but it came from a love for God himself and a trust that his promises would come to pass. We also know through spiritual discipline, Simeon was able to walk in the Spirit and to live a life where the Holy Spirit was in control. I so want to walk like that, don't you? Number two, Simeon and Anna were the faithful few. 
everyone had to go to the temple for certain functions, but these two were there all the time. They were the faithful few. I'm not saying we all need to camp in church, but um, in the comfort of our homes, we can carve time to practice the disciplines that these faithful few practice. Personally, I want to pray more this summer. I want to pray more than just the time that I spend praying in the beginning of the day. I also want to make biblical fasting more of a habit this summer. I'm thankful that my church believes in prayer. It believes in prayer meetings and it offers opportunities for corporate prayers. I want to be faithful in my prayer life. And friend, I know these times post-COVID, some people are a little funny. They probably don't want to go to the temple and hang out with 500 people or 50 people or is usually a faithful few. But we can always pray more in our own homes, okay? Last but not least, number three, Simeon and Anna were moved by the Spirit. Friends, I'm choosing to believe that this instance in Luke 2 was not the only time that they were moved by the Spirit. One always grows in their connection with the Holy Spirit. We know that as we remember the story of the boy Samuel, you can read that in 1 Samuel 3, 7. Samuel had to grow to know the voice of God. If it was automatic, someone like Samuel would have it because he lived in the temple. You and I, through our continual relationship with God, can grow in our walk with the Holy Spirit, and we can grow to be moved by the Spirit. I am eager for this reality, friends. I want to be natural yet supernatural. Simeon was moved by the Holy Spirit to go to the temple, and there he was, the hope of Israel. Immediately, he recognized the fulfillment of the promises of God. Their persistence in prayer, their years of fasting and studying the Holy Scriptures were rewarded by God's faithfulness, the promised Savior, Jesus. So allow me to be transparent and to tell you that prayer meetings are not the most well-attended things in church. And honestly, when it comes to our personal time with God, a prayer is not the thing that people say, hooray, let's do this. You know, (laughs) I remember in the past, like I could hear crickets when I would invite like a large amount of people to come pray for one hour at church. Um, But the fact that we're putting ourselves at the mercy of a supernatural, all-powerful, mysterious, and all-knowing God. It's not like what most people prefer to do, you know? Most people want results. They want excitement. They want, like, entertainment, lights, fog, fire, like, just craziness, you know? And sometimes spiritual discipline is quite the quiet experience, or, like, you have to quiet your soul and get in the presence of God and pursue God. So I want you to pursue God anyway, although oftentimes it goes against everything that your natural humanity wants to do. For every Simeon out there, there's an Anna. So we can find comfort in the fact that there are others who are also trying to pray, fast, study the Bible, and have a daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. It can be done. I know it can be done. I've seen my ancestors do it, and I that's why I keep thinking, like, there's no excuse for me. Like, I've seen my grandparents do it, my parents, they still do it, you know. So I can pursue God, pray at my home, or pray at church, 
and just have a closer relationship with God so I can be moved by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you and I not to settle for the convenient parts of our faith. I want to encourage you to push beyond your fears and your intimidation. And I want to make my words the words of the prophet Isaiah. So let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. His going forth is as certain as the dawn. He will come to us like the rain, like the spring rain watering the earth. Hosea 6, 3. Let's pray. Father, we are so amazed by you. We are so thankful for the gift of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us for neglecting the beauty and the privilege of prayer. Help us to be convicted by the Holy Spirit to come to you in spiritual discipline, in prayer and fasting, in reading the Bible and humbling ourselves and finding that you are better than we can possibly imagine. Give us the persistence to seek you day and night. Thank you for the biblical examples of Simeon and Anna. We know that the scriptures were written for our encouragement, and we are encouraged. Help us also to be encouraged to others. We look forward to know you. We press on to know you, Lord. All this I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.